What? What? I don't know. You just started laughing, so I started laughing. Uh, how dare you? How dare you sympathy left? I know, right? I got three slices of cheeseburger pizza left from last night. I found... Okay, even though now we're just going to go ramble and talk about food again, but I <laughs> found my my new garbage item for when I want to be a filthy human. Oh, really? It's the pepperoni cheese or cheeser from Little Caesars? Oh, God, get your Little Caesars crap out of here. No, hey, um, you, you, you do Little Caesars. I know, I know, and I hate myself every time I walk in the, in the Listen, building. next time you get Little Caesars, you must try the cheeser cheeser and get yourself some stuffed cheesy bread or stuffed crazy bread. It is very, very good. No, it's too much carbs, too much bread, too much gluten. Ah, cry me a river. Cry me a river. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, what is that a musical? No, that is a song, though, from Justin Timberlake. From like the end of the thousands. The end of the thousands. All right, what's your what's your garbage food? I just happened to randomly grab it. I was at Sonic, Sonic Drive-In, mm-hmm. and I love their ice cream. Like their Sonic Blaster, so great for. I mean, they're half full of sugar and calories, but you would you would love a Sonic Blast. Yes, especially <laughs> when it's all nice and white cream. Sometimes I like get it on my lips. It's great. Um, <laughs> But I happen to be adver- they happen to be advertising a chili Frito br- like wrap. Oh, and I I know, but it's real. They're really small, and they're only like two hundred calories, which is awesome. But these like if, I would not pay any more than a dollar for those. But like I had three, I had two or three of them. I'm just like oh, oh, these aren't half bad. <laughs> these are these are actually pretty good. Oh, get away with <laughs> that is that is a garbage human move. Ugh. Oh, totally, totally, one hundred percent. Fritos and and chili. Ugh. Anyway, I know. Like I, I know. <laughs> but I like I, it was my fault because normally I just like cruise through the drive-through. Just I'm like, oh, I worked all day. I'm just gonna you know pick up an ice cream and go home. But just this once, I think I was on a phone call with someone else, so I actually parked in you know you've been to a sonic you know how it's a drive-in yeah and... it's like a, it's a uh uh oh, what do they call those anyway uh yeah so i actually have to like look at the menu and like actually like fall for the video advertisements and right in front of my face it was like burrito chili burrito and i'm like that sounds disgusting let's buy two <laughs> I, again i don't think i would have if it wasn't like 99 cents i'm like okay for 99 cents you know if it, it well, kind of screws my stomach up but at least i'm only you know wasting two or three bucks here's the question then now that you've tried it would you pay more for it like let's say it went up to because they they inevitably fast food places do this all the time where they'll be like hey here's this 99 cent item oh now it's part of the menu it's like a buck 19 or you know buck 49 or buck 69 it keeps going up incrementally that's a good question i would i wouldn't pay more than like maybe two dollars for it and if it got over like 150 they'd have to make it bigger okay so it's a size thing not a yeah oh yeah yeah it's yeah they're small they're definitely like little wraps you know so if it was like a full-size item what's the most you pay for it like a one one and done okay two bucks all right okay so, so price is still a factor in 
in your enjoyment of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, again, I would have never, you know, even I looked at it and I'm like, that's kind of disgusting. And then I looked at the price and I'm like, okay, that's worth, you know, being kind of disgusting. <laughs> it's like one of those, okay, I got to try this. It's disgusting, but yeah. I've got to see what this is about sort of things. That's exactly what it was. Oh, I'm all about that, except I don't look at it and say, that's disgusting. I look at it and say, oh, that's awesome. I got to try that out. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also the guy that's like, if I if I could, I'd have delicious fruit and acai bowls with fresh freshly uh, you know, blended smoothies every day. Oh, get out of here! Get out of here with that! All right, you wanna you wanna you wanna roll the intro? No. <laughs> All right, fine, I'll do it. I thought since I've been doing it so much, I thought I'd give you I a little. Did, I did it the last episode. I know. I just and, I... and, and technically. For since this episode won't be for like two-ish weeks, I did the the other two. <laughs> oh, that's right. All right, yeah. I, mean, I don't care. I just wanted to give you Big a brain. chance. Big brain. I just I just wanted to give you the chance to to make it fair so that it's even. But hey, I don't care. There is right. hundred plus IQ move. All right. That's true. You do you do have that big brain. Um, all right. Well, you're here, so obviously that means this is you know the drill. Oh God! Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> with Sam and Rutz, and uh, today we're talking about nothing. No, I don't know. I oh, thought God. we, I thought we had a topic. We we had discussed some topics, but it looks like it's going to be another one of those free for all episodes. Where I mean, you had mentioned talking about holidays. We kind of already. Yeah, discussed... This is the this is kind of the holiday episode because this is going to come out on Christmas, I believe. The holiday special. Oh, is is Christmas on Thursday? Yeah. Nice. And All I right, know cool. my work my work my work is like, yeah, so we're just gonna you know, we're only gonna be working three days that week. So just yeah, figure it out. I'm like, oh okay. Well, then this is the uh this is the holiday special episode where we're dressed in our uh holiday attire and we've got the the decorations and, and all that. And, uh, I did pull out my decorations, but that is on my my list today. Is I actually got to set up my my little my little four foot tree, and uh, got to get my all four of my Santa hats. And... I've never done decorations. I love decorations. I love Christmas and Halloween decorations. And you know, as as someone who is of Jewish heritage, I don't really do much in the way of of Hanukkah. I'm sorry, but Hanukkah's not as festive or fun. To me, anyway, I've I grew up celebrating both. We kind of just dropped Hanukkah because, and just stay stuck with Christmas. No, I mean, I mean you you you've already mentioned that you're kind of a bad Jewish person anyway. So I'm the I'm the worst Jew around. But uh, <laughs> like like I got I added bacon to my cheeseburger pizza. Like I'm I am I haven't been bar mitzvah. I'm not a man. I'm just I'm committing <laughs> all sorts of crimes. But no, like uh, it. I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess also like Hanukkah, to my understanding, and again, my understanding is not great, but to my understanding, Hanukkah is not the big holiday in Judaism. It's more either Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur. I always get them confused. I'm sorry. But yeah, I think those I are the... Say, yeah, I would say I'm not really familiar with those holidays. The only one I'm familiar with, and I can't remember the name, is the one where you can't do anything. Oh, that's one. That's either Yom Kippur or, or or Rosh Hashanah. Again, I don't. Okay. I don't remember which one. There's one that I think lasts a month, and one that maybe that one that's like the Jewish New Year, I believe. I don't remember which one it is. 
And I know one of them, you can't use electronics. I remember actually one time when I was that, a kid. It's that one. Yeah, it's that one. The one that you can't yeah. use with electronics. Because uh, my in college, I had a good friend of mine and also an ex-girlfriend who were both practicing, semi-practicing Jews. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I remember one, like one day, they had me following around and they're like, they can't, they couldn't open doors. They couldn't do like all oh, of wow. this extra stuff. And I'm just Didn't like, help. Okay, I'm like, here you go. <laughs> Open the door. Oh, you need me to do this? Yeah, I can check this on my email. Like, I'll do whatever. I was basically their little digital slave for the day, which, you know, I was okay with, but still. <laughs> oh, that's cheating the system. Yeah, so like one time, I remember when I was a kid, I used to use the phone way too much as a kid. I would call people too much. And <laughs> I remember. <laughs> hey, I haven't, I haven't called you much lately, but I, now, that you, now that you mentioned I'll, I'll start giving you a call again. No, <laughs> no but uh, so. When I was a kid, I remember um, I was friends with a, a, a kid who was Jewish and they were practicing. They were all very much practicing. I actually went to their house for Hanukkah and they did up Hanukkah like crazy. I mean, his dad was a doctor and there was like, there was four of them. For me, whenever we did Hanukkah, it was kind of like a, hey, you know, we're, we're Jewish. Let's do it. Just It was kind of like, because I don't think either of my parents, they're, they're both Jewish. I don't think either of them were religious though although my dad was bar mitzvah my my uh my ma was bought was bat mitzvah so i am right. i broke the the chain there so yeah as far back as i remember we celebrated christmas in fact i think my parents both celebrated christmas with their families who were to my understanding well i don't know about my mother's side of the family but i'm pretty sure i remember like my paternal grandma like that side of the family is is, is Christmassy, so I, I don't know. Yeah, as far back as I remember, Christmas was a thing. It was great. I loved growing up with Christmas. It was such a fantastic holiday as a kid, obviously. I mean, it's, it's a kid's... I think that there's nothing that represents kiddom better than, than Christmas. And I just obviously have all these memories. I have some, I have some good Christmas stories, actually. Have I, have I talked about my N64 story on the podcast? On the podcast, I'm not sure. I was like, I, I know... You know my, uh, my, my N64 story. I, I've told it a lot, and I don't think I've told it on the podcast. I don't think you have. Should, what do you think? Should I... Should Go I for tap? it. Go for it. All right, all right. Well, I'll get, I'll get to that in a second because I, I got some. So basically, uh, with Hanukkah, I, I don't want to go to it. I've got a few, a few lines of tangents going. I want to try and wrap these up before I get to there. Hanukkah, it was always like, it was always like sort of an add-on thing. Like I remember I would always get really cheap gifts, like one gift each night, whatever. And like I'd get like, and you know, like they were like, I liked those gifts, but it was always like something like really small. Like I got, I remember getting like a squeeze brain ball and a squeeze eyeball. I don't know if you remember those. It was like it had like this plastic layer with like the ball inside and you'd squeeze it and just, it would basically squeeze out like a red liquid, like an ooze. Yeah, I remember something close, like, Something similar to it. Those were the only gifts I ever remember getting. Like those two. The rest, I don't know. Maybe those, that's all I got. I, this is a very long time ago. I went to, I did Hanukkah on the eighth day w- uh, with my friend. And, and they gave me a gift too, which I was like, oh, this is cool. They all got like, all of them got like eight gifts. Apparently, if I remember correctly, they got one gift on the first day, two on the second, three on the third, so on and so forth. And I and again, it could have just been they just got gifts on the eighth day. I don't know, but like 
Man, I, and they these were not small gifts. Like my friend got, that was the year Mario Sunshine came out. He got Mario Sunshine and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty intense. But anyway, all right, so bringing back to the original tangent here. I called... I called my I called him one time on Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah, whichever one it is. I think it's Yom Kippur. And I didn't even know. I never know. Every year I'm the last person to know that it's it's Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur. People have wished it to me, and I was like, oh, I had no idea. Passover may be the other, uh, I think, bigger than I, I don't think that Hanukkah is a, one of the major holidays. I think it's just to my understanding, I think it's been kind of tuned to like Christmas so that if you're Jewish, you don't feel left out and you're, you have your gift holiday. Because I don't think gifts really have anything to do with it's, it's It's about like, you know, the miracle of the candles burning for eight days. And again, for anybody who is practicing, I am so sorry if I am butchering the hell out of this. I just, I don't know. I'm sorry, but anyway. I, I've, got, I've, got, I've got the answer to your question. Um, the Rosh Hashanah is the New Year festival. And the day that we mentioned earlier is Yom Kippur. Oh, I think I was right. That's what I, that's yeah, what I you said, were, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you were right. Yeah. And, so uh, Yom Kippur is like mid-September and Rosh Hashanah is like the first week of September. Yeah, you said, uh, wait, September and what was the other one? August? No, it's also in September. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know they're really close together. Anyway, so I called my friend on Yum Yum Kapoor one time, and I remember his younger sister picked up the phone. She said hello, and I was like, "Hey, is uh is so and so there?" And I remember hearing him in the background saying, "He said it's Yum Kapoor. You can't pick up the phone. Remember?" And they hung up on me, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Uh oh!" Like I I felt like like I'd, I I remember feeling like a a real heel. Like oh, I can't believe I I did that, and they picked up. That's not good. Um, tiss, tiss, tiss. Yeah, but uh, so so what, what uh, about like, you? What are, oh, what, 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 what? No, no, what? You, you were you were like what? You were like what? <laughs> yes, I was like what? Are you like what? God, no, you were gonna say something. I was like, okay, well, uh, that's interesting because I like Christmas, right? My view of, of Christmas has changed over the years. Obviously, oh, totally, totally, yeah. Um, I want to say, uh, as far as like, because my family did grow up religious, right? Um, yeah. Not not very long, in my opinion. Uh, I stopped what? going. Like I was I was in a private uh, Lutheran school till. Oh wow. Second grade, and then and then we just like we then we pretty much just dipped. <laughs> well, here's here's my question now. Mm-hmm. When you. Like, so for Christmas for me, right, we, we didn't, like, go through any, it wasn't, like, necessarily religious, per se, right? Yeah. We, we, didn't, we didn't dabble so much, at least not that I remember. Um, well, and, and again, really quickly, so, like, were your, were your folks religious before they had kids? Or was it kind of a, one of these, oh, we've got kids, we should, we should. Uh, you, you know, know I, I, we don't necessarily talk about it. Yeah. Because, like, my dad is, you know, my dad is all open to do like rejoining the Catholic Church, you know, for my my half brother. Um, yeah. The the reoccurring joke is, well, if my brother or I walk into the uh, church, we'll be smited. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I get that. Uh, so I think like the, the that basis did help solidify, you know, my own belief of, you know. The church being a lie, but anyway, that's <laughs> not what we're here to talk about. 
Yeah. Christmas. So Christmas Day, right? We don't really do anything. Like we've never really done anything. Yeah. How how it always splits up is like our holidays, right? It's thank because parents divorced early on. Um, mm-hmm. It would always be like Thanksgiving would be with whoever's week it was, and then uh, Christmas Eve would be with my mom's side of the family, and Christmas Day would be with my dad's side of the family. Mm. That uh, seems like a good a good way to to organize it. Yeah, I mean, but like. Christmas Day, it's much more, it's very calm, very chill because, you know, you just look at the, the amount of people, right? Like my dad's side of the family, it would be myself, my brother, my half brother, my dad, my aunt, uncle, and their kid. So mm-hmm. my two cousins. So we're talking maybe eight to 10 people. Oh, and my grandmother when she was around. Okay. So um, a lot of people, a lot of people. Like nine people. That's a lot of people. But, no, because you, you, you're aware. My Christmas Eve is with my mom's side of the family, oh, and Lord. that's sixty plus. I know. I'm. I like. To it's funny because like when you say nine people to me, like I've never done Christmas with more than just my parents. And again, I I have a incredibly small family, so like that right. for me, it's always been you know. When you say nine people in one gathering, I'm like I'm like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you know, it, 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 the only reason I know we would do it is because, like, my dad was it was at the time of growing up. He was the only one who lived out of town, right? So he would normally drive. This was before I could drive. Um, he would drive in, like, kind of pick us up. We'd go over to my aunt's house because they live in the same town as I do, mm-hmm. and we'd do like our little Christmas thing. And it was more like. I, I always enjoyed it, but I could tell if he didn't tell my dad it was more of an obligatory thing. Right. You know what I mean? He would, like, go for his, you know, for my nana and for his mom. We would go and, like, do Christmas and maybe we'd go out to eat if, uh, like, a, a restaurant that we loved was open. But yeah. beyond that, like, Christmas was real chill. And sometimes we would even, like, go over by my mom's, like, real quick. We'd, like, op- like swap presents and stuff. It just mm-hmm. depended on what time we got back from Christmas Eve. Christmas yeah. Eve is always our big one. You know, whoever has the biggest house or whoever bought a new home that year would host. Right. Um, sort of the same. I know I've mentioned on this. Yeah, I've mentioned on this cast before. Everyone hates hosting Christmas. Um, yeah. The good news is that I haven't heard anything. So that means people are actually abiding by pandemic, you know, uh, regulations and stuff. Wow. Which, it only took almost an entire year for I know right the points oh man well that's good Um, that's good but luckily even if it it was even if it was my uh it was my mom's turn so I was like oh I only have to drive like two minutes so yeah (laughs) oh you know have yourselves a safe and and isolated Christmas this year folks come on yeah you know it's it's like I said I, I always feel like um Growing up, Christmas and Halloween were were a big deal for me, and I think a lot of that revolved around being in school. It was especially well, it was just, because you'd have two weeks off, and it was great. There was more of a you know, and, what you didn't you don't like two weeks off from school? No, you know what it was. What and it goes to my mind to this day. I get bored. <laughs> I get bored real quick. 
And when I was young, I didn't have the means to just immediately solve that issue. So oh boy, I, I like that's why I'm like two, three days is the max I can do without like going to go work on something else. Okay. And I was like, I've always been like that. Lucky. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> well, anyway, no. So like, I think you know, growing up, and obviously. When you're a kid, these are these holidays really are geared towards kids. I mean, you know, Halloween, you go out trick or treating, you get candy. I mean, uh, naturally, like adults love Halloween, and like we, our generation especially, really loves Halloween. I mean, I don't know about previous generations. I don't know, but I'm saying like you know, that's, I, I love decorating. I love decorating. Well, me too. I mean, people, it's very Halloween's big right now. People love the fall and that the spooky stuff and all that stuff like that. And, and, and I get it. It's a, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great time of year as I've gotten older and I hate this, but I've just fallen out of the spirit of both. The older I've gotten, the more, like the less they mean to me, which is really kind of heartbreaking because it was always like, you know, getting around that time of year. It was like, it meant something to me. I felt uplifted and, you know, especially after, like, even after, like, I'd say college, because without that structure of a school year, the whole year kind of starts to feel the same. You know, when you're, when you have something like a, like a, a school year that you're abiding by, there's, there's certain landmarks, there's certain benchmarks, I guess, really. It's like, you get to April or May, and the, the year's all the year's over and then you got summer and you don't have to worry about school for like two, three months, even in, you know, in college, that's sort of a thing, you know, whether you're working or not working, you still just have that three month break, which is great unless you're taking summer school, which is not great. And then the school year begins August. It's a bummer, but then October comes around. That's when things start getting fun and festive and also you're halfway through and you're almost to that glorious winter break, you know? But again, then Christmas comes around and going back to being a kid, you get, you wake up to presents and you get to open these gifts and it's, it's wonderful. As you get older, it becomes stressful. It's like you have this burden, this responsibility of, I have to get gifts for everybody. I'm not enjoying myself because it's not this, you know, gift giving spirit. It's this very, it's this very corporate driven push to buy presents for everybody. It's that time of year. And something See, that I always, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm, mm. Mm, mm. all right, go ahead. For, for once, I'm going to disagree with your, your cynicalness. For once, you're going to disagree with me? <laughs> you yeah. said that like, well, it's, with, your, like with, with your cynicalness. Okay. All right. No. Okay. Because and, and I know we talked about it in the uh, Thanksgiving yeah, episode. We talked about uh, the the whole gift thing, yeah. About, give, about giving gifts, which all, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on blast now. Actually, a little bit. Wow. I was so irritated when you told me that you went and bought yourself that capture card because I was gonna buy you an Elgato streaming thing for for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's really nice of you. <laughs> just just kept, just because I was like, well, also. I could write it off as a, ta a tax thing, but because <laughs> <laughs> as, as if I'm, I could I could have used it as a work expense, but uh, okay, well, get one for yourself. Was, no, God, no. I, I can if I want to stream, I can stream from the PlayStation or. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. you really the capture card like the Switch is the only thing keeping capture cards alive, as far as I can tell. Well, I mean, that's a whole topic for another another situation, but. I am the kind of person, right, 
Yeah. I I don't feel that burden to buy gifts for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I just do because I think it's I think it goes down to my relationship with money, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't oh, see I'd be the worst um millionaire. Or I'd be the worst rich like not millionaire, but like upper class person, right? Just someone who No, no, money. that that is Jeff Bezos. He is the worst. Okay. Okay. Not not the time and place. Anyway. Sorry. Sorry. I, I would definitely be the one that people would come after, like for to be a sugar baby. Because I'd have no oh, yeah. problem spending money on people. Yeah. And that's my thing. It's like money to me is a renewable resource. Yeah, like, no. I, 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 I will always like, oh, I can spend this. Oh, it's a lot. But I always have the chance to make more. You know, maybe it's an excuse for me to work harder. I don't know. But so like when you're, you mentioned they're like, oh, it's a, you feel burdened to buy a gift for everybody. Like I'm the kind of person that's just like, also, I think maybe it goes to the fact that I don't like receiving gifts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Christmas for me is one of those times of year where I just get the chance to at least put a smile on someone's face without expecting mm-hmm. anything back. And not everything will be uh, like monetary, right? I have yeah. friends that I know, like that I've grown up with that I like, like my alcohol concoctions and stuff, right? Yeah. So even if I hadn't seen them all year, I'll go, okay, I know this is something that you like. You like this. Let me spend, you know, an hour, throw these things together. You know, no yeah. big deal. That's nice. You know, yeah. little, little things like that. I'm not doing it so much this year just because I've got a I, I'm leaning into the cynics a little bit. But <laughs> this time of the year is so much fun for me because yeah. I I kind of just put off if I've got financial woes or whatever, I put that in the mindset and I, or in the on the back burner and just like what can I do to put people smiles on their uh, smile on their faces? And I know partially that's because um like for my roommate, for example, he's very not anti-holiday, but very passive to it. Yeah. So I kind of have to fill in that cheer. Like, I'm sure. Going, I'm, I've already blasted Christmas music already once. I haven't gotten to the hits of Wham or Mariah Carey. Yet. I was about to say Wham again. <laughs> I haven't gotten there Is... yet. I I have been I've been I've been vibing though for the people <laughs> if for some reason. That you guys came from Modern Neon, or from the brand Modern Neon, over to the podcast. I don't know how that would link up, but we <laughs> covered we covered a a song last week, I believe, um, called "Santa Claus is Coming to Town" from Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike. And it turns out that there's a whole album, and they do it every year. It's an an EDM Christmas album, huh. and it's actually kind of dope. Now, some of the songs are garbage, but. Like <laughs> that Santa Claus is coming to town is a bop. It is real good. Oh Lord. So, oh yeah. Like I'm that guy. I'll find the weird niche Christmas music songs, and those are the ones I'll buy. And then obviously <laughs> you got to get that um, the, the two uh, Mariah Carey songs and uh, Last Christmas because you can't you can't play Christmas music without playing uh, a little wham. See, little I, I I do not like Christmas music, and only because. I mean, I'm probably a little more passive about it now because the thing is, is that what would bother me, I used to listen to the radio a lot, which is a terrible thing, but who, like, you who know. Who does that? 
I don't know. I, it's, it's again, a passive thing. It's like when I feel too lazy to put in a CD, which I can't do anymore. Um, Who does that? <laughs> hey, listen. Um, no, but like, I don't know. It's a, it's, what I do like about the radio is I like the, the complete and total surprise. I, okay, yeah. Spotify has a radio function. I haven't gotten into the Spotify Pandora has, yet. A ra- has, has a radio function. Hey, I do oh. not like pa- Pandora is garbage, but we'll, we'll, that's a topic well, Pan- for Pandora another. is garbage now. Oh, it's, it's always been garbage. Let me tell you something. You would put in, no matter how obscure you try to get Pandora, it always finds its way back to Hotel California somehow. It does it. It's like, that's, that's Pandora's function. It's like, how do I get back to the ri- bullshit you hear on the radio? No, but I, I do like that, you know, that surprise of not knowing what's coming on next. And there are some songs on the radio that I would like. So, And also, like, I got into the radio pretty heavy when I got into music, which I got into music a little later in life anyway. So, um... I listened to the radio and like basically the first day of December or maybe, no, you know, it was after, it was after Thanksgiving. Like yeah, three, of my, first week in November. three of my seven station or three of my, like half my stations would play nothing but Christmas music. And it's like, do I like Christmas music on Christmas day? Sure. Do I want to hear it for a month before Christmas? Absolutely not. Hell no. But anyway, to jump back to what you're saying about the, the, the gift thing, and I think that's good to present that perspective. Because you're right. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who, in, who genuinely enjoy gift giving. Um, and uh, it's not. I'm coming from a perspective of my, from my parents. It was always like this obligation of like, you know, they, and they always had this extensive list of people that didn't even make sense to me. It's like people who, yeah, well, like family. I really at, get- well, I was just going to say before I forget, family members who really we don't get along with and i'm like why are we giving them gifts you know it's like it would you know maybe that's a maybe that's a you know me not being the bigger person but at the same time it's like and and it was just this stress and it was this we don't have the money for it but we have to do it anyway and i hate that and i think there's a lot of that and i think that's why you've got people killing each other during black friday and i just i hate that's what's turned me off so much about the gift giving aspect of christmas and why i per, like and then, and then here's another thing too, which I, which I want to ask is, do you, when you, cause you love giving gifts, you don't like receiving gifts. I don't like getting gifts either. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I prefer to just, you know, get something like, I always feel really weird about it. And I'm sure you kind of probably feel the same way, but. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to ask you a question and I'll respond to you. <laughs> like how a podcast <laughs> works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so since you like giving gifts, you don't want getting gifts back. Do, do you do a lot of the people you give gifts to? Do they understand that, or do they still give you something in exchange? No. So a lo- a lot of the people because I don't I don't like give gifts to everybody. Like I don't get like go hey my random neighbor on the corner here's a gift. Yeah. Um, actually, though I'd probably give her a gift because she's been awesome. <laughs> actually, um, hold on. Let me just uh, well, make, okay. a, make an amendment to my. Yeah, she she's awesome. Plus, she helped out in. I'm not sure if I told the story on the podcast or not. I know I talked about it on stream when I had to shelter that woman who was being harassed with a knife. I told uh-huh. you that story. Uh, she was awesome then, so props to her. Anyway, no, like my my thing with gift giving, it's not that I feel awkward to receive a gift, right? I okay. think it's I'm so used to reaching that oh. understanding. No, you know what? I think I actually. I do know why you don't like getting gifts. I think. What? Anyways, no. What? Well, no. I want to know what's your, what. What do you think? 
It's because, um, well, it's because there isn't anything that you like. You, if there's something you want, you can get it yourself. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel I, for me, I, I feel awkward about it. But anyway, go ahead. It's like I appreciate the people because most of the time, like if I like the people who actually do end up giving me gifts, right? Um, mm-hmm. That aren't my immediate family because my immediate family most of the time will go straight up, "Hey, what do you want?" And then they'll laugh and go, "Okay, but what do you what do you want? Like actually oh. want?" Yeah. Um, like my like my dad, you know, he's just like, "Yo, know, I know you need a new computer. Here's I'm gonna give you this much. Figure it out." And it's basically <laughs> a pick your own gifts kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my like my friends that actually give me gifts, most of them they they'll give me something that like I don't necessarily knew that I wanted. You know what I mean? Like they, oh. they know me well enough that they'll go, okay, well, I know you're a fan of this. So like, oh, I know you're an anime fan for this particular franchise. Here is the first two or three books of the manga or like here's some kind of merchandise from it or here's something. But like, I give gifts to a lot of people. And I think yeah. part of that is I'm a skilled craft goodsman. I think that's a thing. A skilled <laughs> like, craft I, goodsman does that mean yeah, that you're like, skilled I, at finding crafts and goods is that what that means no or, I, or that you make you're a, good at making yeah i'm a i'm a good at making craft goods like jellies jams alcohols you know consumable trade goods there we go um so like it's no problem at all like i'll spend you know 30, 40, 50 bucks. Let's go buy two handles of vodka. And I could sit there and I, it's because I like, I enjoy the act of making the gift per se. Oh, yeah. I'm also still, I'm still, and I'm still like learning from it. Then people just get to enjoy the fruits of my labor. I think part of that's what it is because, like, most of, I would say 95% of the time that you're like a friend of mine and I don't particularly know like a hard, like a focused gift that I think you, you would enjoy. I'll yeah. just make you something. Uh, and I'll, most of the time I'll make you an alcohol or a weird jelly or something like you. And I know and you'd alcohol. be intrigued to try. Yeah. And no, a weird that... alcohol jelly. No. Ooh. And I, I can, <laughs> I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think, I think giving gifts is a wonderful thing. I guess for me, part of it too, is I don't like, and I'm not going to say this is a right or wrong thing. This is just a personal thing. Like I also don't, I kind of am a, one of these, I get annoyed very easily and, and I rail against, yeah. quote, <laughs> I, I rail against quote unquote tradition stuff. So like for me, I look at it, it's like, oh, why does it have to be this one time a year? Like why, you know, like, like that part of it, that's part of it too. But also, like you said, for me, I look at the, the people who get stressed out anyway, kind of, this kind of veered off course from our, no, it's the holiday episode. No, I so, know, but I, I was. I, yeah, I guess, I guess so. I guess so. It's tan. I've kept natural. it in the reins. I've kept it in the in the fences in the yeah. arena. I tried to Jeff Bezos it, and you you shot that down quickly. Yes, yes, I will shoot you down. I got to keep you on. Your, you got to keep keep your platform. Hey, that cool. was as far as that was as far as I was gonna go. I was just gonna. <laughs> should we should we take a break? Let's take a break. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jeff. 
also known in the internet world as Jeffaroth, inviting you to subscribe to my new podcast, The One-Winged Gamescast. Every week, I will take the wealth of knowledge I've picked up over the past few decades as I've played video games and covered the industry, and use it to celebrate gaming's past, discuss gaming's present, and hypothesize about gaming's future. All the news, all the trends, everything you've ever wanted to know with my own unfiltered opinions. My special guests will have a good time, so pull up a seat on the couch and let's chat. It's the One Winged Games cast with me, Jefferoth, on your favorite audio platform of choice. Subscribe now. Alright, cool. Oh, it's chill. It's chill, bro. It's chill. Should I tell the uh, my 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 Christmas story? Sure. Oh no, so what? I guess this is why I was I something that I wanted to touch upon too, getting back to the original thing about being a kid during Christmas is something yeah, I forgot we just started there. Yeah, I guess that, <laughs> that's why I want to take it back. Was um and this kind of this kind of leans into it as well. To me, and I, and I already wrote a piece on Modern Neon about this. My one and only contribution. I got to change that. Probably won't <laughs> ever, but I need to change that. No. Anyway, I wrote a piece about kind of expressing this. But like to me, A Christmas Story, I love that movie. It's part of my Christmas tradition. I could go into that, but that'd be a whole other thing. That movie to me is not a Christmas movie. It's a childhood movie. And I feel because... Like that hard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a childhood movie too. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and... Um, the the thing is, is there's something really magical about that movie. I mean, something magical to me about being a kid growing up in the, in the well, uh, 1940s, so we'll call it the 40s, and the simplicity of that era and being a kid then, you know, not being inundated with all these, all this, these technological advancements. And, you know, you know me, I'm, you already know me at this point, you know, this is very me thing, but like, there, there is something to me that I, that I really cherish. And also, because A Christmas Story was, was an adaptation of a book that is not actually a Christmas book, it's um, an adaptation of uh, Gene Shepard's sort of compilation of his stories on his radio, and that is a part of the book. And the movie kind of has that feel, like it just happens to be condensed and be taking place around Christmas. So that's kind of the center point, and it's called A Christmas Story. But really, it's about this kid and sort of his exploits growing up in the 40s. I mean, you've got all these different side stories, him talking about what it was like, what family life was like in terms of eating dinner, how his brother would never eat dinner, um, the excitement of getting that decoder pin. That had nothing to do with Christmas. That was just taking place around the holidays. Drink more Ovaltine. What does that have to do with Christmas? You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe because of milk and whatever. But, you know, there's all these things happening. I mean, beating up the kid bully. It is, it is such a strong movie about childhood and for me watching it every year it's almost like my one last connection to childhood and that's what's sort of the magic about that and because christmas to me has always been like christmas has always been the biggest representation of childhood i think that fits yeah yeah i get that and with that said i guess <laughs> i don't think i've told this story on the podcast i hope i haven't if i've already told it you can skip to the end um if i haven't already told it you can also skip to the end because you may just not like the story, but it's my own Christmas story story. Uh, so it was Christmas in 96. The N64 had just come out. And uh, my... <laughs> Shut up. So I had opened up all my gifts and, you know, I, I, 
I remember, I think I was happy. I don't know. And I had gotten like a magic kit with like a little plastic top hat with like a, a secret compartment where you'd stuff the rabbit. And uh, I remember my dad was like, like I, I was looking at the kit. I had the hat and he was like, hey, can I see that hat? So my dad's sitting on the couch and the couch is across like a corner of the room. So it's got like the, the corner of the room behind it with like a painting suspended from the ceiling. And this is important in the story. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I hand him the hat. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. And then very deliberately shoves the hat between the painting and the the couch. And again, it wasn't the space between it wasn't wide enough to where it could slip behind. He kind of forced it back and he goes like, whoops. And I remember I was like a dumb kid. I was probably like a eight, I guess, 96. Yeah, I would have just turned eight. I was like, hey, why'd you do that? Like, I was kind of annoyed. I don't like I because I knew he did it on purpose, but I didn't get why. So I, I jump over to the couch and I climb over. I see the hat, but I see there's also two more gifts, just like the Red Rider BB gun. Except I don't think I was disappointed, Ralphie. So I, I was like freaking out. I was like, oh, I got two more gifts. And uh, I went to open the smaller gift first because, you know, naturally you want to save what appears to be the best for last. And they were like, no, no, open the big one first. It's an N64. I open the smaller gift. It's Mario 64. I'm very happy, obviously. So I played Mario 64 and for a while, and I know, I think the N64, if I remember correctly, only launched with three games. So like for a while, I would rent games occasionally, but I didn't like any of them. So like I just had Mario 64 for probably several months. And if there's one thing, if any of you have been to my stream, probably not. But if you have, there's one thing you may know about me. It's that I rage quit sometimes. And oh, I literally, yeah. I, I have not, I don't have a good handle on that. But anyway, and I thought I had grow, outgrown it. Apparently I haven't. But it was really bad when I was a kid. So bad that I got stuck in Mario 64 to the point where I rage quit on the N64. I was like, that's it. I've had it with this. I'm trading it in for a Super Nintendo because I had never had, I had always wanted a Super Nintendo growing up, never had it. And I was looking at this as like, here's my opportunity. Also, I had recently discovered Lost Vikings 2 was on the Super Nintendo. So I think that had something to do with it as well. So my dad was like, okay, but if you do, I'm never buying you an N64 again, which is completely fair. So I went ahead and I traded in my N64 and I got a Super Nintendo with four games. I got Super Mario World, Super Mario All-Stars, Lost Vikings 2, and a Super Game Boy. And that's all I ever had for that Super Nintendo before I sold that one. And I, and I was happy with that, whatever. But what happened was a, a year or two passed and, you know, N64 started getting some pretty good games. Mario Kart 64, uh, Zelda, which I had never really played those anyway at that point in my life. Smash Brothers. And then the big one was Mario Party. Mario Party came out and I was obsessed. Like I was actually, my parents were renting me Mario Party and renting me an N64 so I could play it. Also... Earthworm Jim 3D was supposed to come out for PlayStation. I had gotten a PlayStation in 99. Then it was canceled for PlayStation, at least in the States, but was still coming out for the N64. So that was kind of, that was like a, uh-oh, I made a huge mistake. I think I started like talking about how much I regretted getting rid of my N64, whatever. So we get to Christmas of 2000. Um, I had my oldest friend staying with us for two weeks and he was there through Christmas. Uh, we both wake up at like five in the morning. We run over to the tree. There's a bunch of gifts. My parents hadn't 
been up yet. So, you know, there was no one to tell me what order to open gifts. Uh, I open one and it's like a SpongeBob pillow, which I still have to this day. Uh, my friend opens another, he, he gets something. And now I see this small box. So I open it up and it's NBA Jam 99 for N64. And I'm looking at it kind of confused because obviously I didn't have an N64. And my friend looks at it and he's like, wait, but you don't have a... And then he just stopped. We both looked at each other. Then we looked at the big box. And then I excitedly rushed over to that, ripped it open. And of course, it was an N64 with the bonus Atomic Purple controller. And I still have that N64 to this day with the box. And uh, although I did punch a hole through the styrofoam, but otherwise it's in exquisite shape. And yeah, that is my N64 Christmas story. Cool. <laughs> it's um, kind of interesting that that you equate so much of your video game loveness to Christmas. I, I realize that there's a lot of it there. I yeah. Think the only, I, I think the only thing I've received that was like a game. I think I got my PS2 for Christmas. Huh. Maybe. Maybe. Well, either Christmas or it was my, uh, an apology for my dad overworking. I don't remember which one it was because I know that's how I got the first PlayStation. Well, I know that um, for Christmas, like really, that's the only time I ever got a console for Christmas. I think both times, I believe that as far as I can remember. Now, as far as games, I probably received a random game here. And I know that one year I got uh, Jack 2 and Jack 3, which I still haven't opened Jack 3 because I never beat Jack 2. So I have a, I still have a brand new copy of Jack Three in my collection. Yeah. Other I know, than I was, I was, I know we don't equate like we don't equate games with Christmas for the most part. Um, interesting. The only time the, it, it is an actual interesting reason. Like occasionally it'll be like between my roommate and I will swap game stuff, right? Because that's yeah. that's his that's his thing. Um, when you mean swap game but, stuff, you mean like buy. Like yeah, he'll but, buy you a new but, game, but, you buy him a new game, or like, yeah, or, hey, I've got or, this game. No, I mean, like we'll actually like go and like that'll be the center of our gifts, right? It'll be sure video game center. Yeah, my both my parents are against buying game stuff for Christmas mm -hmm. or or birthdays or anything. Reason being is my brother is very and very addicted to games, right? Ah, uh, yes spend so much time doing it so uh my dad will like actively like for example my dad called me a few days ago and was like what do you what do you want for christmas i'm like well like i could use a new computer i could use a main shooter for like a dslr mirrorless camera or or a cool no, looter no i was like or a, a ps5 wink 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 yeah and he just laughed he's like okay so what kind of main shooter or computer are you looking at? Um, and I know part of that is because he he likes Christmas to buy like the big ticket items, right? Um, yeah, of course. But he doesn't like the struggle of finding that gift. So yeah, what what like Black Friday shopping, right? He is all down to buy stuff on Black Friday as long as I go deal with it. Did he? <laughs> He's like, oh, he'll fund it. He'll totally fund it, and he'll be like, oh, okay, sounds... I want this TV, but you got to go to the store and get it. <laughs> that sounds like a win-win for you. You get to have the fun and excitement of Black Friday and you get stuff funded for it. You're getting paid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I would enjoy it every time we did it. One um, year, one year, I want to go Black Friday shopping with you. Now, I, I know that that's going to be difficult. It's going to require 
either me to be over there or you to be over here. No, you know what we'll do? We'll meet up in the, in where is it, Minneapolis? And we'll go we'll do Black Friday shopping at the Mall of America. Is that where it's at? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, and then we no, can uh, we can meet up we can meet up with uh... we'll have everyone. Everyone who wants to we'll have a big have a you know the drill modern neon Black Friday shopping meetup at the Mall and of then, America. And then David Barry will get lost because he just doesn't know the drill. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He, he, he just can't find the drill. Eventually. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, no, like, uh, yeah, because of that, like, we don't do game stuff. Like, game stuff yeah. for for me is oh, I'll I'll look at something. I'm like, ooh, it's on sale. I'll buy myself a game thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But like, most likely, I know my sister is probably she, she actually came up with a really good idea, which I like. Um, she doesn't want anything tangible this year. Yeah. Mainly because it'll probably break. So she actually, this is her request. And I, I guess she brought it up and told me it was my idea. Which I don't remember having this conversation at all. But yeah. I'm down for it. She wants me to give her 50 bucks to manage her, uh, manage for her in the stock market. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. well, what's cool about that is because she knows you like the stocks. And it's uh-huh. like, it's kind of like a, that's, that's a, that's kind of, there's like a connection there. It's kind of a sweet thing. Yeah, well, her, her, her thing is like, okay, I want you like, give me 50 bucks and I'll spend it, you know, on whatever I want to. Right. And then if I want to pull it out, you just give it to me. You know, I have to manage it because she's still underage. Right. Right. She's like, or transfer the stocks over when I turn 18, if I don't do anything. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea actually. So we'll probably do something like that. Or just swap Hamilton themed gifts. Yeah. <laughs> you want to let, let's. You want to throw in a wreck? Um, I've got. I think I may have one. If you uh, if you don't got one, go go ahead. Go ahead. You can do it. All right. Well, since it's Christmassy, and I'm a technically a music brand, Christmas music. Here we go. Oh, I mentioned no. I mentioned it early on in in the episode. I forgot what we were doing. <laughs> but Isla, if you want a interesting take on Christmas music in general, I'll give you know what? I'll throw in two. Two albums for you for different kind of people. Different folks, different strokes here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're more of the dance music, EDM kind of style kind of person, that's your your little forte. Check out Home Alone on the Night Before Christmas from Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike. And it's their new EDM dance Christmas album. And it's not just them. There's a bunch of different artists that collaborate on it. Like the artist list is 30 people long. And it even includes like playmakers like Armin Van Buren, Rehab, Brennan Hart. Like they go, there's a lot of people involved in this project. And if you want something a little more traditional... I would, I mean, I don't want to say it's that traditional, but somewhat. And you grew up in the quote-unquote YouTube new media space. Listen to uh, Lindsey Sterling's Warmer in the Winter. Uh, it's her Christmas album that came out about two years ago. And it's got a little bit of like electronic undertones, but she's a violinist at heart, so a lot of like very nice violin covers of uh, classic Christmas songs like 
uh, Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy, Carol of the Bells, mm-hmm. um, you know, All I Want for Christmas, etc. So hopefully that'll give you a little bit of a different alternative to Mariah Carey and, uh, yeah. and Wham. For all you humbugs like myself out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blah, humbug. Okay. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that little holiday, quote unquote. Definitely not an extravaganza. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you like this episode, rate, review, share, do all the things that podcasters tell you to do. Yeah. And Uh, we've uh... got. What? 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 No, no, no. Go ahead. Interrupting my outro. Go for it. No, no, no. You're. No, no, no. I guess we won't have an outro. We won't have an outro then, I guess. All right. Bye. Oh god, okay. We've uh we've got Discord. We've got a Discord server. Come on in, join. We've got some fun times. There's gonna be more elements to that server coming in 2021. Yeah. Maybe a few before then, but uh the link that, will be in the description. What? That all depends on you. You have to join. If you listen to this podcast, prove it. Prove it. Just pop I in and like say that. hey. Just say, hey, let us know you're there and then never participate again so we can reach our 50-person our, our uh, goal for the end of the year so we can do our end-of-year live thing. You don't even have to be there. Just, just get, help us get that 50. That's it. <laughs> Click the link below and then, and then mute the channel. Never, never participate <laughs> again. Just do it so we know. Oh, did, did, I sound, did I sound desperate enough? I was pleading. Yes, yes, you sounded des- plenty desperate. Good, uh, good. Yeah, follow, follow everyone on socials. We got it. We're all everywhere. And if if you if you're still use Facebook, you can follow uh, Nerd Bacon on Facebook. Ciao, bitches. <laughs> See ya. Oh God. See ya. Wait, uh, wait, I don't, uh. I was trying to, I was going to hum the Carol of the Bells. I don't remember how it goes. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's not correct. Just do your little.